0: y'all it's doug coming to you from alaska i ain't gonna be on the show but the big dudes in the trenches still happening watch this it's gonna be good peace that's right you heard doug correctly there he is you know joining us briefly from alaska and uh if you're still with us if you're still listening and you are just an audio listener it is i bug here alone and unafraid uh long and short of this if you're watching live or if you're wondering why this is late it's because i'm recording this at 11:30 p.m. central time on uh on tuesday so a, a day late a day late i had a work trip and uh just say things 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 went very differently than i thought they would uh, as far as how my night was going to shake out for that so unable to go last night, Doug is also on a work trip, uh, it's a little, or sorry, Tug is also on a work trip, it's a little bit longer of a trip, uh, so they, yeah, Doug was on a work trip last week too, so we're, uh, we're working through some of the logistics of it, Tug is fighting his computer, and, uh, if he can join us, he'll join us, if not, no big deal, we'll get, we'll get through it, Uh, And we're just going to do a quick rundown. I, unfortunately, am still on a weird shift where I don't get to watch a lot of these games, but I do know how to read a score. I do know how to look at a box score as well. So we'll we'll try and dissect a little bit of what happened there, if it's a game that I I care deeply about. And some of these I do, some of them I don't. Just how it is. But without further ado, let's get back into the rules here for the BDT Pick'Em. We're picking every ranked game, both FBS and FCS. That's according to the AP poll and eventually the College Football Playoff Committee. And then moving on to the FCS, taking in the Stats Perform Top 25 poll. Every matchup that is a rivalry we will pick, although the priority will be given to if it is a Top 25 matchup, which is an important thing to note because it happens on the very first slide this week, I do believe, in the FCS level. We each also have three additional games per week to pick one FBS, one FCS and one wild card game, anything we want. And then we get into our bonus point territory. Obviously, we get points for picking correctly, but we can get an additional bonus point for picking two of three good games, two additional bonus points for picking three of three good games. If we pick three stinkers, well, we take that as an extra loss. Good game is subjective. If we can't agree, it will go to a poll at Big Dudes in the trenches on X. Tug looks like he's backstage. Looks like maybe we've gotten this figured out. So it's perfect time to bring him in. Let's see how it works, bro. Welcome, I, my friend,
1: I hate everything right now.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure all the beer is helping. Uh, helping your understanding of what's I mean, going on too.
1: N- no, so. It- what ended up happening is it wasn't let me scroll through the servers on discord. It would let me scroll through conversations, but not through the servers. And then Facebook is just like, Hey, you need two factor authentication. Okay. So I authenticated it on my phone. It's like, yeah, but no. So it wouldn't let me on there either. I'm just having a grand old time down here in Montgomery, Alabama. It'll,
0: it, it could, it, it- It'll it'll work itself
1: out. It'll be fine. Nah, I'm sure. But I, I left like five yeah, actually I left probably close to ten servers on Discord. So, you know, hopefully I'm not needed there.
0: I mean, were you do I mean, I've I've got no issues doing this. So
1: I don't either. It just I've got frustrated it. me in the situation.
0: No, well, I'm saying like everything's working for me. I'm on the app though. I don't know if maybe that's your problem. Either way. Let's get into what our records are going in here. Tug currently is in first place, although. No. I'm very confused what the math is here because somehow. I picked. Don't don't ask questions you
1: don't want the answer to. I don't understand it. I should be the one with the most games because I'm, as far as I know, the only one with the bonus point. But somehow, somehow you are ahead of everybody. And I'm, I'm I don't...
0: not. I don't. I don't know what happened here. So we're gonna I, have to go back and, and re-verify some records. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on here. The one thing we do know is that Doug is in last place, and Doug yeah, and facts. Go are, are very close uh in a battle for first. I don't. I'm unsure where the math broke down here, but yeah, we'll figure I, it out. I, I'm with you. Uh, and I think regardless of whatever is going on. I think I take the lead uh, this week. Spoiler alert.
1: Let's get into the games before we talk about that.
0: Yeah, so the AP and stats perform, as we already mentioned, we're starting with our top 25 matchups. And in the first game, we had Weber State, number nine, at the FCS level, taking on number 12, Utah. And let's be real, we all knew this was probably going to be an easy game for Utah. But quite frankly, Weber State, I feel like they did better than a lot of people were expecting them to, put, even just getting seven points on the board.
1: No, 100%. This was actually a really good game for what it should have been. Uh, actually, I would argue that two of these three games were really good games. Um, but again, when, when you give me an AP-ranked FPS top 25 versus a stats-perform top 25-ranked FCS, I'm going to take the FPS every time. It's been a thousand percent hitter uh this entire year. And we're gonna keep that going with U- UCLA at uh against NC Central. And it wasn't even close. This this next game was the one bad game, I would say.
0: Yeah, and it, it kind of just does show how big the gap can be at times. I mean, we had it was number twenty-four UCLA versus number seventeen NC Central yep. in Los Angeles. But UCLA dominates this one, 59-7. It it should I, – I would have expected this from the Utah-Weber State game as well, except for the fact that I think there's a lot more disparity between number nine and number 17 in the FCS than there is in the FBS.
1: Well, um, and additionally, Utah is still missing, as far as I know, they're still missing their QB1, which is a big factor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's great to see UCLA putting up this type of offense as well because again, it's not like NC Central's any slouch here. And I'm fully in the camp that college football is better when UCLA is good. So yep. That brings us to our third and final ranked on ranked matchup. We had number 15 Southern Illinois heading to Cape Girardeau to take on number 13 Semo Southeast Missouri State.
1: Also a rivalry game.
0: Also a rivalry game. The war for the wheel. Last year, SEMO had to battle back late. SIU gave up the game late. It was kind of a theme for the Salukis the rest of the season. But this year, they're able to turn the tables and battle back and get that late score to take the win, 26-25, to 25, stunning the Red Hawks at home. The bigger story here for SIU is that this is the first time since 2004 that they've started 3-0. Maybe it's 2014. That spells a lot of good things for the Salukis, especially after where their struggles were last year, finishing games out, and they absolutely did it in this one.
1: No, 100%. And, and this is what I was looking for in this game, was to see if the Salukis finished it out. What I had seen in Week 1 and Week 2 told me they could did uh this is huge and another big step forward for the missouri valley football conference which is already far and away the best conference in the fcs at least in my opinion look the top end is really good the middle end is maybe mediocre at best uh or at worst i should say and even the bottom end of the the MVFC is really in that mediocre range. So now you take one of those middle teams, you're adding them up into that top end tier. This is dangerous for the MVFC. You, you could be looking at three, four, maybe five teams going to the playoffs this year from that one conference alone.
0: Not only was Simo the home team, not only were they Doug's pick, they reminder her where the higher seed in this game, likely still a favorite to win the Ohio Valley Conference. This was a huge win for the Dogs, and hopefully a sign of things to come this season. Absolutely. That does bring us to quite a great segue here, ending with a ranked-on-ranked rivalry. We get into the rest of the rivalry matchups from this past weekend, and we're going to start off in Maryland (laughs) with Virginia facing off against the Terrapins.
1: Look, look, this this slide is going to be very generous to me. I lose this first one. um, But this slide will be actually decently generous to me based off of one call I made. Maryland, Virginia. Virginia came out hot. Virginia went up 14-0, and that was all the points Virginia could score, and then Maryland put it away after that. Virginia this year has a tendency to come out hot. Maryland has a tendency to start cold and then warm up. That is a very dangerous method of attack for Maryland moving forward into the Big Ten conference. And Virginia just needs to learn to put a full game together and not just play the first quarter.
0: Yep. And Maryland, while they gave up a fourteen nothing lead, would go on to score forty five unanswered, win this one, or forty two unanswered rather, and win forty two yep. to fourteen. Yep. Doug and I's pick. We were we were golden there. While well, Tug, you took Virginia, for some reason,
1: hey, then, I took it for the for the chance, and it looked good to start. They gave me false hope.
0: And the next game, I always chuckle a little bit when I see ranked rivalry or uh, rivalry matchups that are FBS versus FCS just because I know back in the day they were equals, and now that's simply not the case. Look, the battle for the Blue Key victory bill between Indiana State and Ball State. Probably was a great rivalry at some point. But Ball State's not a good team now. And they still beat the Sycamores 45-7. to seven. Um, right. I'm upset maybe,
1: because I had gone in, and I guess this is the one slide I missed, where I put all the scores in there.
0: All the right. Rest, People that are the listening rest, don't know.
1: Yeah, no, that, now that, they that's do. fair. No, 100%. And I agree with you. This is a... It's a one-sided rivalry at this point. And even, hell, 10 years ago, you probably could have said this was relatively even. But Ball State has been making good contributions and progressing their program. Absolutely.
0: And then, uh, you know, Indiana State, sorry, thanks for playing. Uh, Maybe you'll get a win. Last year, this team, I think, had a couple of big upsets. And then this year, it's just, I mean... This is this is embarrassing. I feel bad for him. <laughs> I really do. Next up we have the Mid America Classic, Illinois State traveling to Charleston to take on Eastern Illinois. And Eastern Illinois would win this one because we had a college kicker situation with 404 left in the fourth quarter. Illinois State breaks the 7-7 tie with a 12-yard touchdown run from mason blakemore but then would miss the kick with 30 seconds left in the game eastern illinois finds the answer on a set 25 yard pass from justin thomas to pierce holly they make the kick they win the game i mean that's just that's that's got
1: that's got to be gut-wrenching welcome to college football that is the best i can say about this is welcome to college football that is how this goes
0: College kicker moments all the time, baby. Happens. Moving oh, this, on to some more rivalries. We this is the a,
1: start of some very, very ugly slides for us. I'm not gonna lie.
0: It could be worse. Hampton at Howard, the real HU. Will you please stand up? It's not Howard. It's not Howard. It's not. It Howard was a close one. Year. It was a close one. Thirty-five to thirty-four. Hampton won this one. However, we got skunked. And uh, it's not the only time we're going get, to get used to No, this. that's
1: that's what I mean. This is the start of a very bad slide deck for us.
0: Eh, this slide's fine. The next one was Tulane at Southern Miss, the battle for the Bell. Southern Miss just has not improved. Uh, really, in about five years, they've really stagnated. Tulane, on the yep. other hand, has taken a dumpster fire of a team to winning the Cotton Bowl last year and looking very competitive again this season. They win this one easily 21-3. to 3. Yep. Next up, we have Dartmouth taking on number 11 at the FCS level, New Hampshire in the Granite Bowl. UNH dominates this one 24-7 in and you know, out pretty quick.
1: UNH looks really good this year. They've been improving. They look good last year. They look really good this year. And I expect that to continue throughout the year. Dartmouth has not been a good team, and I also expect that to continue. I think everybody does. <laughs> Next up. Uh, oh, your favorite this slide. This has to be your favorite slide.
0: This one, there's there's a lot of gratitude coming here for all our audio <laughs> listeners that don't know what he's talking about. But our first rivalry get, matchup was the South Carolina Gamecocks taking on at number one Georgia in Georgia. And... Honestly, they gave Georgia fits. I, this was I, something that you alluded to last week. Thank you. Yep. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. However, it didn't matter. Georgia still won this one 24 to fourteen. Yep. Spencer Radler had some issues, and the defense for Georgia was ultimately able to to one. They caused those issues, and they were able to overcome their own shortcomings. Georgia Georgia is still looking
1: great. Look, I don't know what it is about South South Carolina, Georgia, but South Carolina always makes Georgia rethink their game plan, readjust, and reattack. I don't know what it is about this South Carolina team that always forces Georgia to rethink everything they're doing, but it happens. What seems like every single year. Absolutely. Next up, we have uh,
0: number 11 Tennessee going down to the Swamp to take on Florida, who has not had a good season thus far. They've looked very, very bad. Uh, and, you know, it was the third Saturday of the month, so Florida. So Tennessee has the, a
1: rivalry game.
0: Yeah, and it happened to be Florida this this week. And, and Tennessee
1: uh, wishes it wasn't Florida this week.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you all take Tennessee. Why oh, you have no. them?
1: Click again. I missed you one. You are
0: so bad at. Sorry.
1: I missed one. Fucking deal with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes me, so, <laughs> it makes me so happy. We also had a fight break out at the end of this because Tennessee decided they wanted to try and, you know, uh, fight. I I just I, Te- don't, I don't Tennessee's know. I don't quarterback this. is
1: lucky. He was not the one that was suspended out of the four players that were. He very well could have been after squaring up with a Florida defensive lineman, which for both of them, you're wearing helmets.
0: He had no reason to be on the fucking field in the first place. That's I mean, what I don't that's understand. That's even worse.
1: That's even worse. I agree with you, but you're wearing helmets. Stop squaring up like you're gonna throw haymakers at each other. That would be dumb. I don't.
0: I just. I don't understand why. Uh, I don't understand how the players involved got out. Like, I. What's Tennessee's quarterback? Who's Who's the quarterback this year? Joe Milton.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: What? Well, I kept
1: like, to say Mackenzie Milton, but I knew that wasn't right.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand why he was on the field.
1: I don't either. I do not either.
0: Anyway, Tennessee wins this one. I'm happy. You're sad because you took Tennessee for some reason. Uh, I don't want to talk about Miami versus Cincinnati, the Battle of the Bell. Uh, I think you can talk about Miami it all in. want. They won this one, thirty-one 31 to 24. Uh, I Are we hitting a panic button if we're Cincinnati fans here?
1: Not necessarily. I mean, they're in the Big 12, sure. They should not have been expecting a conference championship this year. And if they were, they were mistaken. I, I don't know what to expect from them. You don't hit the panic button. You go and write out the season, see where you're at, get a good evaluation
0: yeah we got we got skunked here, uh oh, Doug took Tennessee as well, so he's he's big sad about that uh Tennessee Florida game. and then last but not least, the backyard brawl went exactly the opposite way we thought we Eat would. We all took pit shit, pit and West Virginia hosting, I mean that I feel like that played a huge role in this game. I think uh, that
1: was the deciding factor, believe it or not, and I say that because Pitt is a much better team than a six point team like I have seen it this year alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And West this Virginia had to just, be a road.
0: Yeah, they just dominated. It was 17 to yep. 6 at the fi- as a final score there and it looked like West Virginia was really in control the entire game.
1: Yep. I concur all the way across.
0: So, it's very very interesting to me. But yep. that's rivalries and that's why we love them because how much do we love them? Enough that we got three more rivalries for you. We don't get skunked here. Stephen F. Austin versus Northwestern State. Battle for Chief Caddo. Uh, oh, Stephen F. Austin, one. yeah, they dominated 41-7. to That moves us straight on into the Rio Grande rivalry, New Mexico at New Mexico State. And New Mexico State wins this one 27-17. Mm-hmm. I think m- want to get
1: much better game than people expected. I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm surprised New Mexico was able to score more than seven points. All- I'll I'll admit that. I will say, though, I respect you not wanting to get skunked on this one uh, because you just don't trust New Mexico State. I think that's fair, too.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. And that's exactly what that was. I wanted to have some fun, pick the Lobos, give some some other analysis there. And, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you got to take the L to uh, make the dub.
0: So I will say this next one the one everybody was talking about and is still talking about number 18 Colorado at Colorado State, the Rocky Mountain Showdown. This game went so late that I got to see a lot of it including both overtimes as well as the game tying drive for Colorado who would win this one 43 to 35 in double overtime. There's a lot of people that are trying to insert Shador Sanders in front of a in in the front of the Heisman conversation no. because of this. and there's still people trying to talk about Travis Hunter being in the Heisman conversation after this game. Here's the problem. If either of those guys were true Heisman candidates, in my mind, they don't let this become a 43-35 double overtime game.
1: I'm going to stop you I'm going to stop you there. Travis Hunter went out in the second quarter in that game after a cheap shot. If anybody's got and, – and, and this is where I kind of fell the entire time on the Colorado Heisman candidate guy. Travis Hunter is him. And I don't mean that in the colloquial sense. I mean, if there is a guy on the Colorado roster that is a Heisman candidate, it is Travis Hunter. Do not get me wrong. Shadur Sanders is good. But watching what happened to that offense after – Travis Hunter went down speaks volumes to what Travis Hunter brings to that offense. And not only that offense, but that defense, even if they were having a bad game to that point. I, the, I, I will say Shadur Sanders is a Heisman. It's worth the conversation. He is not a Heisman candidate. In my opinion, Travis Hunter is
0: the only thing that, kind of swings it a little bit into Shador Sanders' favor is that he was able to clutch up at the end of the game. But again, I go back to he shouldn't have allowed this game to get to this point. Colorado State's not a fucking good team.
1: No, they're, they're not. They are better than what they have been. I think we undervalued them. Um, their defense is actually a lot better than people people expected. And again, this comes back to my one thing about why I am not a fan of Colorado being, and and I will tip my hat here too later this week. I'm going to pick Colorado to lose to Oregon. I'm telling you that right now. Why am I doing that? Colorado is a one-dimensional offense. They can only pass the ball. If you make them run the ball, you will beat them. That is what Colorado State did is they shut down the pass to the best of their ability and try to force Colorado to run the ball. And they almost beat them. Now you do that with a team like Oregon and this game is entirely different. Colorado skates away with this one. They get out of it. I'm picking Oregon next week. I'll I'll tell you right now.
0: I can't remember exactly the order here. So I had to pull it up. They've got, Colorado, they've got Oregon, USC, lost, Arizona lost, State, win, Stanford, and then UCLA, win. Oregon State. Like lost, they, lost. Yeah, they.
1: <laughs> it's not. Right. It's, I will, it's, barring anything changing, that is what my picks will be. Like I am telling everyone right now: loss, loss, win, win, loss, loss.
0: And I think they'll still get bowl eligibility because they do have Arizona and Washington state. I, they I close mean, out the season against you at Utah though. I mean, this is not going to be, uh, it's it's, it's going it's to be hard. fun, but it's, it's about to lose its luster real fast because they're going to get it, exposed these next well, two it, weeks.
1: And it, especially when you consider that Travis Hunter is out at least three weeks. Mm-hmm. And my guess is, is that's broken ribs based on the hit that I saw. Uh, I am not a medical doctor, but based on the hit, the problem
0: is nobody even knows if that's when it happened, you know, that, and
1: and we never will, because in college, they don't have to report it the same way that the NFL does.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe we're completely fucking wrong. Let us know if you think we are. There's plenty of ways to get to us. Find us on X. Find us on Instagram. Send us an email. Whatever floats your boat. We got more games to talk about, though. So we're going to do that. These games, however, are all the games that we picked. And as is tradition, I go first and I picked three losers. Virginia Tech at Rutgers. I picked Virginia Tech. They got fucking smoked. Somehow, Doug saw that coming. Here's something none of us saw coming. D2 Utah Tech beating Northern Arizona at Northern Arizona. It's because you talk
1: shit about their fight song.
0: It probably fucking is, which is bullshit. I also saw the end of the BYU-Arkansas game. Here's what happened here. BYU wins 38-31. to Arkansas had a tackle go down at the start of the drive. They then had three or four. Utah Tech is UAC. Okay, I feel a little bit better now. I swore I read that they were D2. I trusted Wikipedia. I was wrong.
1: No, they're UAC. And I told you that
0: last Uh, week. I'm sure you did. It's been... Look, it's been a long, long weekend. It's been Uh, a long
1: week. I got you. You're good.
0: Very recently, D2. So, yeah, uh, Wikipedia wasn't updated. Fucking, they fucked me. They never fucked me in college, but they fucked me now. Uh, BYU, (laughs) BYU got lucky that Arkansas loses one offensive tackle on the final drive who's then replaced by somebody who can't help but hold and commit false start penalties. There is then a second injury on that offensive line. They have two backup tackles in there. KJ Jefferson, when they decided they were going to pass rush, when they decided they were going to bring more than three people, he had no time to throw the ball. And ultimately, that's how the game ends. A forward pass as he's getting sacked. It's ruled an illegal catch, illegal contact because the lineman caught it, because he was just trying to get the ball out. He pitches it back. Looks like maybe Arkansas is going to do something with it. It doesn't matter anyway. They fought till the very end, and despite all the penalties, they were still in a very good position to win. There was an additional false start penalty that pushed them back from the 13 to the 23 for that final play. Do I think that changes the – End result, no, but it definitely changed kind of their chances at it. This was a very good game
1: though so so looking at this, this is a very ugly slide for us. Um, i I think there was one good game you picked, and i'm I'm really happy you picked it because look, we needed a pigs game. We did. And that was the good game in my personal opinion. Uh, it was hard fought. It could have gone either way unfortunately did not go with the pigs as is tradition with us, but you know, I
0: thought, I thought it was a really good game. I can't wait to pick three more games and get them all wrong again next week. But the flip side of this is I don't think I did that with Doug's games because he went with Holy Cross number six, Holy Cross at Yale. And you know, when you're playing a team and it's their first week playing a game, you've got a big advantage. And when you're a ranked team, that advantage is even bigger. They won 49-24 to 24 over Yale. We then have another, uh, upset. Enough, another but, okay. upset and another uh, FCS matchup. So, so I'm going to go 19, in. Before, South- we
1: get, before we get too far into this, I think we need to rethink how we think about Southeastern Louisiana. They are 0-3 on the season.
0: And still number nineteen.
1: I, you know, uh, not anymore. This was last week, but I, I don't know. I don't think they are what we or what stats perform thought they were. It's still an ugly game, but I think we need to rethink how we, as the podcast, think about southeastern Louisiana because they are not it this year.
0: I mean, their their first two games were against Mississippi State and South Alabama. Now, as much as I want to sit here and go on about how South Alabama is not good, they should beat an FCS
1: school. Well, and, well, and South Alabama just shit on Oklahoma State. Yeah, on the road.
0: There you go. This was they're really one and or they're really zero and one when you That's get down fair. to it. They played two money games.
1: Okay, fair, fair
0: yeah i I, way, I, agree, I agree with I agree with Doug here. We need to rethink how we think about Eastern Washington, which is we should in fairness, have thought about them differently to begin with because I feel like well, that red turf is more of a home field advantage than the blue turf will ever be.
1: Hold on. We definitely military pendulum swung on this because we were all high on Eastern Washington. They had one bad game, and we all pendulum swung the other way. So there's there's definitely something to this and we maybe we could think about both teams a little bit differently than ha- how we have been.
0: Eastern Washington of course won this one 40 to 29 as we've kind of been dancing around there. And last but not least, Syracuse at Purdue. You took Purdue, Doug and I took Syracuse and uh they won this one 35 to 20. Yeah, I don't I'm with Doug on this. I don't remember ever being high on EW. So, I don't know.
1: I thought we were higher on them in in the preseason. I think your friend Sam Adams
0: was high on you. Or high on him.
1: I'm not on Sam Adams tonight, so details.
0: Point being, I'm very... I laughed when you took Purdue, not because I thought it was a bad pick, but I felt like you just took it because you're like, oh, we have to, somebody has to take Purdue when Purdue is playing. No,
1: no, I took it because I thought there's no way Purdue loses at home twice.
0: What a weird statement to make.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, Uh, the last. This was an ugly slide for me. Yeah, you know,
0: none of us. Uh, Doug is the best picking his own games. This I was going to
1: say, this This was an ugly week for me. I went 12 and 13 on the week.
0: Uh, I'm going to say, Doug, did he have a good game? Was Syracuse-Purdue a good game?
1: We didn't talk about that. I feel like that's the only one that has potential to be a good game. And, and I think it was. I I got to look at when Syracuse pulled away. Ah, uh, that's gonna be a factor for me. Of hey, was it a one-score game and they scored in garbage time to go up two? Um, let me look at that. If Doug responds to me first, let me know.
0: He might. But at the same time, I mean, this was only a two possession game at the end here. Syracuse put fourteen on the board in the fourth quarter. I would say that that's probably that's where they pulled away and took this one.
1: That's my assumption. As he also
0: way. believes that Hughes Purdue was good. Uh yeah. This was this was not a matter of Purdue scoring a garbage time touchdown. This was Syracuse just putting it away and at that's the, end of the game.
1: And that's why I assumed, and that's why I was leaning towards going into this, that that was the good game. Uh, that's why I didn't even think about it. Um, but, yeah, I was leaning towards, and I'm A-OK calling Syracuse Purdue a good game.
0: And we had another missed field goal. That's why Purdue had 20 instead of 21. Their fourth oh, quarter no. touchdown uh, featured a missed extra point as well. And it's the second time we've noticed that uh, here today.
1: Good, good.
0: That takes us to your game. Robert Morris went to number 25, Youngstown State, and the Penguins yep. win that one
1: 48-28. I, Yeah, no, that's that's how that goes. Uh, we were wondering if Robert Morris could step forward and kind of show us. Again, we were talking about them a little bit as a higher end of the CAA this year. Uh, they are not that. Uh, and they just keep showing that week in, week out. I'm happy to see Youngstown State succeeding. Again, another one of those teams. Uh, they're Ohio Valley that are kind of sitting near the top of their conference and have a chance to uh take it. Or I always mix this up. Are they Ohio Valley or Missouri Valley?
0: Uh 99% sure they're Missouri Valley.
1: Okay. Either way, if that's the case, then they're another team in the Missouri Valley that has a chance to
0: <clears throat> they are in fact Missouri Valley.
1: Yeah, I did that last week where I said they were Ohio Valley, and I thought I corrected myself, and I absolutely did not. Either way. I think I did it last week. Well, no, because I had asked, and you said yes because you heard Valley and assumed I had said the right thing.
0: Either way. Either way. The school in Ohio should not be in the Missouri Valley, and the school in Missouri should not be in the Ohio Valley. But that's the world we live in. Thanks, Conferences.
1: Well, the deal with it is is they're another one of those teams that are in the middle of the Missouri Valley that we would have always considered mediocre that are now fighting for a playoff spot. And when I say they're in the middle of the Missouri Valley Conference, they are in about the dead middle in terms of talent of the Missouri Valley, and they just keep progressing based on the talent that they're playing against, honestly. So I am not surprised to see that Youngstown State took this by almost three scores.
0: It was by three scores. It was a 20-point victory. Uh, our next game that you picked here, Tug, Florida International uh, thank at UConn. You.
1: Thank you for avoiding the fucking skunk.
0: Uh, I didn't want to let UConn skunk us. That's really all all it came down so, to.
1: So here's the deal, too. There, This is another team that I think we need to reconsider how we think about uh, because I believe, and I'm looking it up as we speak,
0: who? FIU or UConn?
1: FIU, uh, is currently three and one on the season. Mm-hmm. This team is much better than we had expected them to be. Uh, and UConn had looked good, which is why I think Doug and I bit off on them but FIU is significantly better than we expect them to be. Their only loss this year is in week zero by five points to Louisiana Tech. Now, granted, they only beat Maine by two points, Uh but they've been winning by five and seven, so they're increasing their margin of victory every week. Uh, But FIU is, I won't say significantly, but they are at least better than what we had expected. and. I think that's why they pulled this one out and why Doug and I are upset right now.
0: So let's consider this. Connecticut's offense is not very good. This is the They're most not. points they scored. They consi- they were consistently scoring 14. Their defense has been their strength, uh, which is not saying a ton because they still allowed Georgia State to th- score 35 on them, but they only gave up 24 to NC State and 24 again this week. If they can get that offense going. Yeah, sure. I 100% I'd be right there with you getting behind them. And as far as FIU goes, yeah, only beaten Maine by 2, not a great look. They got it seems like they have gotten things together a little bit, but I question how big these wins against North Texas and Connecticut are. It seems like maybe North Texas is another team we needed to reconsider. I've been very high on the mean Green for a couple years. I I'm not I have to I have to get I have to get eyes on one of their games to actually see, hey, what's going on here? Why are they not playing as good as I was thinking they would. Um but that one even that one was a high scoring game. Could have really gone either way. That was thirty nine by really forty six. So Uh, it's definitely worth keeping an eye on both FIU and UConn and maybe, you know, maybe we need to flip the script on them a little bit, but I would definitely say it is way too early to make any type of determination on that.
1: No, hundred percent. And it's just, we had all discounted FIU to begin the year. Um, now I will ask this looking at it. In my opinion, having watched the UNC Minnesota game, this is the one I have to redeem myself. Bug and Doug, if you're listening to me, do you guys consider FIU UConn a good game before we get into the UNC Minnesota game?
0: Why? I mean, why are you asking before we get to the UNC Minnesota game?
1: Is because again, that is as far as I'm concerned the one game that has a chance. I'm I, don't, sure. it's a I don't necessarily think that UNC-Minnesota was a good game. I think UNC handled their business. Uh, they, they did everything they needed to. They showed me that they can still be relatively consistent, even if they were inconsistent, which was my one concern going into this game. So that's why I'm asking, based on the game we were talking about it, would you guys have considered that a good game?
0: It's just bewildering to me, still, that you took Minnesota, when they struggled to beat Nebraska, you took them to beat number 20, North Carolina, on the road.
1: Yeah, North Carolina struggled to beat Appalachian Um, State. This is, to me... And we
0: talked about what the issue with Appalachian State is.
1: I'm still going to be concerned about it. I'm sorry, that's just... I expected inconsistency. That... And I have a team that I know is consistently mediocre versus a team that is sporadically good versus, and also, sporadically trash. That was my concern.
0: I would without, uh, did you actually watch any of the FIU, UConn game?
1: I did not see too much of it. I was traveling. Like, I'll be honest with you.
0: Looking at how, looking at the breakdown of this, FIU, it looks. I'm not sure if they just went super conservative or if UConn's defense stepped up in the second half. They got shut out in the second half, and UConn put up 14 points. Cool. Like there were no, that, there were no turnovers in this game, and UConn only won the possession battle by five minutes. So it's not, it's not like there was just absolute utter domination anywhere. I feel like UConn. If they, if UConn had another quarter, they, they would have at least tied this, maybe pulled, you know, gone and won the whole yeah. thing. But getting skunked in the second quarter really put him behind the eight ball there. Yeah. Sure. This was a good game. There's no reason to, to even start talking about it not being a good game, in
1: my opinion. And fair enough. Uh, and no, yeah. UConn handled their, or not UConn, UNC handled their business 31 uh, 13 against Minnesota you guys were right. I was a little ballsy for taking Minnesota. I took a lot of risks this week, uh, that maybe I should not have. And we're about to see that in the next slide.
0: Yeah. So again, we've got to go and double check the scores and figure out what exactly it is. But I won this week by a, a a decent amount. Yeah. You Uh, were
1: 17 and eight this week. I was 12 and 13 and Doug was, uh, 15 and 10, uh, doug and i are even when you add up the the total games which makes sense because we both had a plus one but somehow you are like three games ahead of us yeah i i don't know i don't know i I
0: should be one game behind both of you so uh Uh, we'll uh we'll go we'll go figure out what the hell happened um
1: to explain it, what happened this week, why I am not stonks ahead of Doug, who is this is fine, even though I have a better record, was simply that I
0: you did worse had this a week. worse
1: record on the week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, congrats on, I mean, at least you got some of your own games correct, even if it was just yeah. one, whereas yeah. I got literally none of them right.
1: Bro, we had one correct on your slide for was, all three of us.
0: It was a rough day. It was. Uh, as always, we have Doug's players to watch here, and this week it was the WKU quarterback, Austin Reed. Uh, he had to go play at the shoe.
1: I honestly thought he played really well at the shoe. I thought that – now, granted – I was impressed by Ohio State's pass defense in this air raid attack. But even still, I thought he did fairly well, having about 200 yards uh, going one and one. Not much more you can expect from from Western Kentucky uh, against Ohio State at the shoe. I thought Austin Reed played as well as about we could have expected that he, he should.
0: Yeah, 107 passer rating, 75 QBR, and uh, almost a 60% completion percentage. Just over two hundred yards, like you mentioned, he's. This was his first interception on the season, too. If you if you're unable yes. to see our graphic yes. here, <clears throat> he's going to be great for Western Kentucky. They're going to likely win Conference USA again, and it's going going to be largely because of his play. Where do I think this? You know, sets him up for the draft. I'm not sure. Potentially a late round guy for a team that's quarterback hungry. Potentially, he's going to be a camp guy that shows up undrafted and gets his shot in preseason. And who knows? He's, maybe he's. I was
1: going to say he's going to fit well as Mac Jones's backup in New England. That is like if you ask me for my exact fit for him, that's where it is. It'd I think funny, he he is... he'd
0: be the he'd be the second Western Kentucky quarterback to back up Mac Jones.
1: Well, the issue is. Bailey Zappi's been cut and put on the practice squad.
0: Yeah. But that's my point. He'd be the second guy to fill the role. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I get you. I get you.
0: And, uh, (laughs) you know, he's Bailey Zappi, Mike White 3.0. I'll buy that. Oh, my God, my computer's finally working. Next up, we have safety from SIU, PJ Jules. Who had this. a
1: hell of a game, by the way. I'm sorry, if you're looking at our stats here, you can only see like what his current season stats are. He's nearly doubled, if not tripled, most of his stat line. Uh so he came into this game with only three passes defensed. He left with six. I think he had seven solos and I want to say eleven assisted. And he left this game with in this game, four assisted and ten uh uh four solo and ten assisted, I believe. I need to go look at the game stats, but PJ Jules went off in this game based on the stats that I had been looking at. Yeah, SCS
0: stats are very hard to to come by. Um, Those were
1: off of ESPN. I will caveat with that.
0: Yeah, he had a career-high 15 tackles and three pass breakups in this game. That is huge, and that is a big reason why SIU was able to hold off the Red Hawks this year. I'm interested to see if uh, the legacy of Jeremy Chin and what he's been able to do in Carolina is going to help elevate his draft stock as well. It, you know, it, it's not so much a conversation now, but there was a three-four year span where there was always a running back from Memphis getting taken just because of what they were able, what they were producing at the college level, and you've got three of them still in the league today. It's, no,
1: absolutely.
0: Ironically, they're all in the same fucking division too. The NFC (laughs) East. Weird. Uh, but I I am curious to see if there's going to be some type of Jeremy Chin effect, and if PJ Jules is able to go play at the NFL level. Which I think, I think if he continues on this track, he'll definitely get some sort of shot. If he's able to develop, play at that higher level, what will this do for future defensive players coming out of Southern Illinois?
1: Yep. No, and it can only be good. It can only improve from where, where it was, which is absolutely insane to think about.
0: Absolutely. But, you know, that's uh, that's pretty much all we got here. Again, very short w- with Tug Traveling, myself, you know, sleeping for my shift, uh, sleeping during the day. We didn't have a lot. We didn't have any extra games uh, to say, hey, look at this. Look at what we found. These were good games, too. But we still got plenty of plenty to talk about. And we will have picks. We will have games. Uh Doug will still participate in that aspect. We'll we'll represent his picks well. Uh, however, that's all I got for today. Unless you got anything
1: else, Doug. I know we Man, got the some only, uh, I was some gonna say here. the only thing I get to add is some linkage. Uh, we got patreon.com slash btfootball, x dot slash bt football, facebook.com slash bt football. Instagram.com slash BT underscore football, BDT football.com, mailbox at BDT football.com, YouTube.com slash at big dudes in the trenches. Our Discord will be linked in the description below, uh, as will everything else. If you have any questions, guys, please just reach out to any of us at any point, and I'm sure we will happily respond to you. Bug, what you got before I take us on out of here?
0: Hey, is butt cheeks one word, or should I spread them apart?
1: Oh, God. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is clearly all the time we have in the show today. Thank you for watching and or listening. And just remember, you can't, have, uh, you can't win a game if you can't win the game.